Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Hey, how are you? Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the New School of Marketing podcast. Summer is still in full swing here and school has started again. Now, not that I really know much about the school year as my little one is still in daycare, but um, we live right across the gate from a primary school. So it's a little bit noisier and busier in the mornings and afternoons. And you know what? It's been so quiet over the holidays. And it's interesting that when it's noisy, I miss the quiet. And when it's quiet, I miss the kids' noise in the background. I know it's because my office is in a study and I don't have the option to shut a door and make it quieter, but I guess it's all part of working from home as a business owner. I have my doggies around me. There's always noise happening. And something else that is part of being a business owner is numbers. I know, I probably lost you right there. Numbers are not always sexy and they are important. And today I want to talk about Facebook advertising numbers in particular. So when you start running Facebook ads or Instagram ads, you'll be getting tons of data that you might not quite understand or know what to do with. So I'd like to talk about which Facebook advertising metrics you need to watch. Of course, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve with your ads and how you have set them up. But we'll go through a few scenarios that will help you understand your numbers better. Let's first look at an e-commerce business, so an online store selling physical products. The first thing you need to know is that Facebook ads amplify. So whatever is happening in your business can be amplified by Facebook ads. If you have a business that has been around for a while but isn't selling anything, you'll need to find out why this is happening before you dive into Facebook ads. You can use Facebook ads to speed up the process and find out a little bit more, but you might be wasting your money. So that's why I'm saying that you need to look at why this is happening before you dive into Facebook ads. If you have a business that's brand new, You can use Facebook ads, but you need to know that your first few rounds of ads may not give you a return on ad spend. Instead, it will give you data that you can use to improve your store so that you can invest confidently in ads that will give you a return on ad spend. So now that I've said that, which metrics do you need to be watching once you start advertising? As an ads manager, I watch all of the metrics and you should too. But there are a few that I pay close attention to. Number one is link clicks and CTR, which is click-through rate. One of the metrics to be watching are your link clicks together with your link click-through rate. Your link clicks will be telling you how many people clicked to be taken to the website. And the link clicks mean that your ads are working because they are interesting enough for people to want to find out more and visit your store. So link clicks alone, though, are not enough. You also want to be looking at the CTR, which is also called link click-through rate or click-through rate, which means the percentage of times people saw the ad and performed a link click. In an ideal world, 
your CTR is at least 1% or higher. If it's lower, you want to revisit your audience targeting or your creative because people aren't drawn to click on your ad. And like I said, if you are getting link clicks from your ads, it means that your ads are working in a way because it they are bringing people to your website. The other metric that I look at is ads to cart. So the next one is ads to cart. So based on the link clicks, I want to know how many ads to cart there were and if this falls within an industry benchmark. There are benchmarks that we monitor and based on the benchmarks, we know what an acceptable add to cart rate is, but also what an acceptable abandoned cart rate would be. And if the numbers fall outside the benchmarks, we look at what's going on and how we can fix things. So for example, if you're getting a low number of ads to cart, but a high number of clicks to the website, it could be that we're targeting the wrong audience or that the ads don't give a good idea of what the person clicking might find once they land on the website. So all of this data gives us lots of different insights. And there are, like I said, benchmarks. To find out benchmarks for your industry, simply type in Google e-commerce benchmarks and then your industry name or industry area. There are always benchmarks for ads to cart, abandoned cart rates. The next metric I look at is the number of purchases. So it all ties in with the benchmarks and knowing how many ads to cart resulted into purchases. I also look at the number of purchases versus the number of clicks and work out the conversion rate of the ads. I want to see a similar or higher conversion rate as the website shows us. For example, in Shopify, you get to see what the store's conversion rate is in the analytics section. I look at the store's conversion rate over a period of, say, three to six months, and ideally it's over 2% conversion. But sometimes that's not achievable. Anyway, when running ads, you want to see a similar or ideally higher conversion rate from clicks to purchases. So that's a really important metric to look at, the number of purchases. Another metric is ROAS, return on ad spend. So if you've been researching Facebook ads, you may might have come across the term ROAS and it stands for return on ad spend. It's the equivalent of ROI or return on investment, but a term that's used in the advertising world. Basically, it means that you're getting money in return for your advertising efforts in an ideal world where your ads are working. You'll see a positive return on ad spend. A return on ad spend of two times means that for every dollar you spend, you get $2 in return. A return on ad spend of four times means that for every dollar you spend, you get $4 in return, etc. So a ROAS is different for every business, but obviously the higher the ROAS, the better your returns. So monitor your ROAS as well. The next metric I look at is the purchase conversion value. So while the number of purchases is important, I find it more important to know how much money it's bringing in return. So ROAS shows us how many times the ad spend is returning, but the purchase conversion value shows us how many dollars in the ads have generated. So it's a really fun number to look at because that is the money that my clients are, you know, bringing in. 
Um, I also look at the purchase conversion rate. So the purchase conversion rate isn't a standard metric inside of the Facebook Ads Manager dashboard, but you can set up a custom metric for it. And the conversion rate can be based on a number of things. So it's entirely up to you to determine how you will calculate the conversion. I generally look at the conversion rate from link click to purchase, but you could also look at the conversion rate from add to cart to purchase. So there's different rates in the whole conversion rate spectrum. It's a great metric to measure, and I'm always thinking of ways to improve conversion for my clients. So these are the metrics to be watching for an e-commerce advertising campaign. Uh, I'll do a quick recap. So number one, link clicks and CTR, click-through rate. Number two, adds to cart. Number three, purchases. Number four, ROAS, or return on ad spend. Number five, purchase conversion value. And number six, purchase conversion rate. Now, when you're advertising a service-based business or to sell digital products and courses, the approach is slightly different. You'd ideally be using a funnel to lead someone from getting to know you towards purchasing from you. Most of my course creation clients have funnels with a free download and or webinars. So we advertise for leads instead of purchases immediately. In this case, we'll be looking at the following metrics in addition to the previously mentioned metrics. So e-commerce metrics are still very relevant for the purchase section of someone's funnel, but we start with something else. So first up, leads. As I said, for service-based businesses and course creators, the top of funnel campaigns are often lead generation campaigns, generally done through offering a freebie or also called a lead magnet. And we look at the number of leads that come in from the advertising campaign. So number one is leads. The second one we look at is the cost per lead because we want to know how much it is to bring in a lead. Well, there's a lot of advice on lead costs and how much you should pay or shouldn't pay. I'm not going to give you a set number because it entirely depends on your funnel and on your offer. It's important to track your cost per lead and measure it against your conversion rate and the price of your offer. The main thing is that you make more money than you spend in the end. So if your offer is $2,000 and your conversion rate is 3%, it is okay to spend more on the lead than you would be if your offer was $200 and your conversion rate was 1%. It's all relative. So you need to work out what is a good or an acceptable cost per lead in your business. Number three is lead conversion rate. One more important thing to measure is your conversion rate from click to lead. And again, there is so much advice out there on what a good conversion rate is for a lead magnet. Most experts say that 10, uh, sorry, 20 to 25% is a good conversion rate. And for some industries, it is. And for other industries, 60 to 70% conversion rate is a regular thing. Again, measure it for your business. Make some tweaks and see if you can improve it. So that sums up all of the metrics to be monitoring. A quick recap of the additional metrics to be watching if you sell through a funnel. Number one is leads. So the number of leads you bring in. Number two is your cost per lead. And number three is lead conversion rate. So how many people from clicking 
end up signing up to your free lead magnet. Remember that everything is relative and it all depends on what your business is and what you sell. Do some research into benchmarks in your industry so that you have some idea, but also always strive to get to know your ideal client better so that you can make improvements and run better Facebook ads. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the New School of Marketing podcast. I hope this episode was helpful and I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you next week. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss, miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day.